Welcome home. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham. And this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to the Life Listen Network. On today's episode, we're saying goodbye to 2018 and making our predictions about 2019. We'll talk about all the trends we see coming in food, fashion, and home decor. Plus, refrigerators made with too much technology, which colors Graham looks absolutely amazing wearing, and what to do when you suspect someone has poisoned your fettuccine Alfredo. All that and more on today's (laughs) episode of Welcome Home. Why are you laughing? That's a real threat. That's a real threat in this day and age. That was funny. I liked it. I know. Sometimes I like our intros. Welcome home, Graham. Welcome home, Kirsten. And welcome everyone to the Welcome Home Podcast, to our last episode of 2018. Dum, dum, dum. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) we've had a whole four episodes this year of Welcome Home. Oh yeah, our new owner of the new show. That's true. But we did this episode last year. It was kind of a recap of twenty what twenty seventeen going into twenty eighteen. Yes. Um, and that I actually, love that you had to pause too for that. Wait, what oh, is it? Because I totally do. It's very confusing. But yeah, and in fact, if you go back into the archives, into the annals of <laughs> the annals of our extensive, uh, located in the Library of Congress, it's quite confusing. <laughs> the Home Hour and Welcome Home, which I sometimes call the Welcome Home podcast. I still, I still am not. 100% sure our name is Welcome Home. I, I don't think anyone's clear on that. But anyway, we had fun. We had a good time. It was really cool. So we kind of went over what was hot, what was not this year, and then what to expect for next year. And we're going to do it again because it was a winner. winner. And may I just say, I, I got little feelings of happy all throughout the year because I was like, oh, we predicted that. Yes, I did too. And I have so many, um, I, you know, I usually come up with these grand kind of musings on life whenever I do stuff like this. And I have a few musings of my own, oh, like why we should, well, I mean, okay, I'll just, I'll just cut to it. Cause okay. why not? <laughs> like the concept. So we're basically in this episode going to go through like, what's not cool anymore and what is cool. But I find that to be incredibly ironic. And I think <laughs> Kirsten and I are, are kind of arbiters of just kind of old school, very traditional taste. Duh. If you've listened to the show, you kind of know that and kind of get that sense from us. And so I started thinking, and you'll get this as you listen to the episode, like, you know, for Micah's out and like, I don't know, wallpapers in, blah, 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 that maybe if we just do nothing to our homes, <laughs> one year we'll hit the jackpot and like everything will add up. Like shiplap is in, you know, like- <laughs> Like a broken I, clock is right twice a day. Like if, as long as we just hold on to our decor, it'll come right, around again right, in 50 if, or 60 years. Yeah. But you know, there's so many little nuances they have, like open shelvings in, you know, and like high shelvings out or, you know, brick floors are in. But one year, do you think there's ever the possibility you'd win the house jackpot that by not touching your house you'd actually have the perfectly stylish home if you just sat it out <laughs> I, I I'm not gonna yeah. lie that's amusing I've had before too I think you of that as well I will well like for example my encyclopedia set that is taking up a good chunk of my bookcase mm-hmm. you know have we talked about it we've talked about encyclopedias before oh yeah oh, you wow. do we yeah, are why do you still have your encyclopedias because they because it's like I'm either in or out, and I really like I've committed too much of my bookshelf to the encyclopedia. But how how do you be like? Well, I have A through L. Like, oh right! Like someday when your children are older and they're like, my parents still have encyclopedias, and someone says, "Ooh, I'd like to see that." 
let's go look at what yeah. an encyclopedia used to look exactly. at. Exactly, exactly. Right, right. Or how if you can find really cool old medical books from the 1800s or even the 1700s, sometimes in antique stores, they're really interesting to look at, right? Because it'll be like, put some bee pollen and a leech, you know, to yes. cure nausea. And you're like, oh, those people were amazing back then. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, speaking of musings, I have a weird musing. What do you think of this idea of like everyone in the class bring one flower for the teacher's birthday and we'll make a bouquet? Dumbest idea I've ever heard. Why are you doing that? Well, it's not my idea, but I feel like that's always a thing. It's a thing. It is a thing. Children should never handle flowers. Like, okay. Really, for the most part. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Because I thought my, I didn't do it. I just had her bring a little pack of tulips from Shocker Trader Joe's. But like even walking from the store to the car, she's like holding them by the flower. And I just. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like one little limp tulip. I mean, a tulip should barely be handled by a very skilled adult, let alone like a child. I mean, think about it. Have you ever been in church where they make you bring like one flower to go put up on the kind of the cross for Lent type thing and everyone brings a flower? And when they march, just from marching from the church pew to the front of the church to like put your little flowers in that holder, they get destroyed. Or like on, on Mother's Day when you get to like get your one little flower and of course like it's for Mother's Day but your children all want to hold it and by the end you're like, oh, thank you. <laughs> well, my concern is just that the bouquet is like going to look very hodgepodge. Like shouldn't one person just buy the bouquet? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of my thought on it, but I get maybe there's a concept of kids going out and picking the flower. That's very sweet, but I find it, it always falls flat. Okay. That's good. Good to know that you share, you share my opinion a lot. Okay. So we have a sponsor ish for the top of the show. Ish, should we say? Well, it's okay. It's ish. So this is a little bit different. So Grim and I, obviously, you know, we have costs for the podcast and we do take on advertisers and uh, our time, of course, although as Penelope Trunk so lovingly pointed out, we're not compensated. <laughs> but anyway, we give our friends who listen. So, so this this episode is kind of being sponsored a little bit by me, which is very weird, a little bit out of the comfort zone, but um, but we'll just- Yes, start. I'm making Kirsten pay me to yeah. take up this ad time. You think where you think I'm kidding? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, this is true. Uh, anyhow, um, yes, we do talk about products that we love on the show. We would never recommend anything that we don't feel comfortable um, sharing with our friends and uh, our listeners. And obviously, we turn down sponsors all the time. We only talk about products that we love. But I have recently embraced something that has absolutely changed my life, and I kind of can't stop talking about it in real life. So I felt like, why aren't I sharing this on the podcast? So we have joked that I have never met a fad diet. I didn't like and we joke about it and you know whatever but um but really the truth is this has been an area of my life that's been extremely frustrating and hard and not only have I not really seen the results or the successes that I wanted to see it's also just it's kind of been this controlling thing that's taken up way too much time and way too much energy and it's just been wasting time that I spend so much time thinking about it but um but I've had a really great experience recently. And I have a dear friend here in Phoenix who I can't wait to introduce you to. She has lost almost 50 pounds. Her husband's lost 45 pounds. They've totally kept it off. They're brand new people. And she was the one who really just encouraged me to get on board and make um, some real changes. And the results have been awesome. I have, um, I weigh less now than I have in literally years. But more importantly, I just, I feel so happy. I feel 
I feel so in control. I feel like I have a game plan. I feel like my focus is not on food and diet and weight loss. It just, it's done. It's easy. Um, and anyway, I know this is not a small topic. This is actually a huge topic and it's way more than we could address in this short little spot. So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to have a whole separate episode just devoted to talking about getting healthy and making 2019 the year to accomplish all these goals. Um, I've actually already taped it. It's kind of like a regular episode of the podcast and that I'm interviewing someone and we're sharing their story, but it's different. It is definitely a different thing. Um, but it's funny. It's We're cute. We share some really embarrassing stories. Um, but I also hope that that you're encouraged by it and inspired. I think it, I think it did turn out to be really encouraging, inspiring just to hear her story and kind of hear what we've learned and what we're excited about. So um, this is obviously the time of year when a lot of us are thinking about goals and about plans and um, getting healthy. And I know for some of you, maybe that's not your goal. You've got other stuff going on you're focusing on next year, and that's great. You can just go ahead and skip this one. But for those of you who are sort of frustrated and sort of thinking, this is the year, this is the year I want to make some changes and I want to really try some new habits and I want to do something that's um, just ready for a new start and want to want to just even hear and learn a little bit more about my friend and her story and all that she has accomplished in this last year, then uh, I would just I would just encourage you to tune in and look for that in your feed. And again, if it's not your thing, just skip it. And Grandma and I'll be back um, the following week with another regular episode. But just wanted to give her a heads up for what this will be when it pops into your feed. So thank yeah, you and very I feel like much. The end of the year is a good time to think about new health things. So we'll do a special episode, um, um, and that will be Kirsten sharing her story or her and her friend's story. So let's talk about this year, though, Kirsten, because this is how we started our last episode. I think we need to go back and talk about a few things that kind of shaped our calendar year. Okay. Or if you had anything along those lines, like what like, was we're the, about like personal things, right? Yeah. What were just kind of the big things before we dive into what's cool and what's coming? Anything that was huge um, in your world? Well, I think. Oh gosh, was it this year? I mean, we did get a dog. We got a dog for Christmas last year. Oh yeah, That's that counts. Big That's one. a show. So yeah, I mean, he was here for for a week in 2017, but we're now dog owners, and I actually kind of like him. You do like your dog. That's I know, it's just that shocking. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is shocking. And then I also got all my kids in school, which is a huge, I mean, that's, a, that's a major milestone. I was, I was actually thinking of that for you as your big thing. And when I was writing it out, I started thinking like, I, am, I can now start, start counting the months because I've almost got them both in big boy school. Um, but the only so one thing I will say is there's so many breaks and so many half days and so many, it doesn't. It's not quite as dramatic as I thought. And as we've talked about before on like time management episodes, the Parkinson's law thing is true. Like I'm just less efficient now. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not like, wow, I get so much more done because I have those extra three hours. It's like, oh yeah, I just take longer. Right, you, just, right, you just fill your time to do it. Um, right. I think mine, mine for the year was we are still so up in the air about you know what to do with our home, like how to renovate it, how to make it better, how to make it a better space for us. That's taken a lot of our familial mental energy and we've made no progress. So there you go. Sometimes you haven't, I feel like we, I feel like we solved this one. Well, not a hundred percent. We're still like, we're back and forth. We don't know what we're doing. Um, we don't know. We don't know. Um, so if anyone doesn't know, the background in this was Graham was going to do a big remodel. She was going to do her kitchen. And remodeling your kitchen, besides the expense, is also like the expense. Well, like the whole middle of the house, Kirsten. Huge right. remodel. Right. It's like the kitchen is kind of combined with other rooms. But like besides that being a very expensive financial decision, and this is what you want to do or not, it's also like, man, that's a crazy lifestyle decision too. <clears throat> 
Yeah, it is. It's a lot. So anyway, we're still noodling on it. But see, that's interesting. Sometimes I think you can just have a year where it's you kind of come up with the answers. The answer was nothing, you know, or that we just, uh, I don't know. We're just kind of where we are. But not, the only wrong decision is not making a decision. You're right. When everything is precious, nothing is precious. I've actually started using that. I think <laughs> someone who said that? Um, cozy Minimalist Home. The Nestor said it. I loved that. I thought was that was so good. Very, I've, I've said that to myself too. That's smart. I love that concept. Okay. So that is what shaped our year. Wah, wah, wah. Oh yeah. And we got a new show and a new brand and that was kind of exciting too. So that's what was cool in the business world. Um, let's talk about what we can expect coming up. I kind of want to talk about, do you want to talk about the hot colors for the year or do you want to talk about design trends? Yeah, I want to hear about the hot colors for the year. Okay. I like this. I always like to know what colors are coming up. I'm trying to think what last year's colors were. I think they were, they were special. Okay. This year we can expect earthy reds, which I love caramel, which is another fabulous color and honey. Oh my gosh, this is my year. This is, this my is year. your year. This is actually completely my year as well as big, vibrant greens. So hunter green is everywhere. Like go, go green or go home basically. Um, rich purples, um, classic blues and the enduring millennial pink. So what, what is millennial pink? Millennial pink is the, it's like, just go to target. It's the pink that's everywhere. Oh, oh, millennial pink. Okay, cool. Well, I'll tell you, my undertones of my skin go well with red and honey and green and purple. So this must be my year. This is not your year, Kirsten. No, it's not my year. Okay, so you know my mother-in-law is very big on, remember in the 80s, the Color Me Beautiful, how you have a season? Yeah, getting colorized. Yes, getting colorized. She's super big on that. So you must be an autumn. In fact, I, I don't even need to say must. You you are obviously an autumn. But oh, those yeah. are totally the autumn colors. Well, it's because I look amazing in tan. You know this. We've said this all the time. Like, basically. I'm not going to lie to you. You and a, well, not caramel, you and a camel color. Like a camel color. There's something about my hair has like a strawish color. I mean, I'm not like, I'm saying that. Tan and, she, I look amazing. <laughs> and she's humble. Well, it reminds me, do you ever remember the episode of The Office when, um, oh, who was it? She attends the wedding um, and she's wearing like an all white dress and, she, <laughs> and she's a guest at the wedding. Oh, I forget her name. Um, it's the it's the hilariously funny one from The Office. They're all hilariously funny. But, um, Is it Mindy? Yeah, Mindy. Mindy goes to the wedding and she's wearing an all white dress <laughs> and she goes, she goes, Oh, like I had a, she, she, they were asking her why she dared to wear white to a wedding. And she goes, Oh, I just, I, um, I like, I had a wardrobe emergency. I just had to, this is the only thing I had in my closet. And then she leans into the camera and she goes, no, it's just because I look amazing. In <laughs> so I don't know if I look amazing in this, but I have to say the other day I noticed that you, you know how I realized I bought two blue and white striped couches, one for my living room, one for my family room. And then I started looking around my house and I'm like, my kitchen stools are blue and white striped. I looked at my outfit. I was wearing blue and white striped shirt and a blue and white striped pullover. Like I have an issue. I hope I look good in blue and white stripes. <laughs> you do. That's kind of where we, that's the direction we kind of both go in is blue and white. It's, it's timeless. It's classic. We have enough. You have more boys than girls. You can do it. Awesome. Okay. But talking about, oh my gosh, their beds, birds are blue and white striped. Okay. Millennial pink. Let me do, let me ask you a question about this though. The millennial pink, I feel like is often paired with rose gold. And I have someone in my life who is very anti rose gold and says it's done and stop it. Well, clearly you haven't read the full outline, Kirsten, as any good podcaster was because, okay. Tell me not to. You wanted to surprise me. I did. Well, hey, here's your first surprise. Rose gold is out. (laughs) So whomever your friend is, that was way down on the list, but rose gold is out, which I kind of like, again, like I think of all this as a little bit kind of, I mean, 
do as do as one wants because I like some of these things. Okay, so here are the trends for 20, trends. 2019. So I have a lot of trends. Okay. Um, a lot of these, some of these are for um, kitchens, but we'll start with that. Raw materials, which I love. So I guess we're back to exposed beams and metal, like the loft look, like using raw materials is a big thing. Um, integrated appliances. Do you know? Hey, wait, I want to say something on this raw material business. Do you, okay. do you remember one of our very first episodes was we had domestic imperfection on? And yeah. I know we have a lot of new listeners from when we first started. If you guys aren't following Domestic Imperfection, she is darling. I love this girl, Ashley. She lives in Texas and they, she and her husband like literally build everything themselves. They're amazing. And um, she does it all on a budget and she just brings in these beautiful raw materials. So it's funny when you say raw materials, the first thing I'm thinking of is like Ashley's beautiful stuff. Yeah. Well, you know what actually is kind of, you mentioned Penelope Trunk, Domestic Imperfection. Go back and listen to some of the old episodes. The audio might not be great, but go for it. Wait, you just cut out when you said the audio might not be great. So I'm going to go ahead and leave that in because... (laughs) Delightful. Delightful. All right. Integrated appliances. Think, do you know what that means? Like where it's like where it's like built into your kitchen or whatever. No, it's almost hidden. So basically figure like cabinetry where it's a dishwasher, but you don't even see it. It looks like just a basic cabinet or it's a, your refrigerator's hidden. It, like, I don't feel like that's a new trend. I feel like that's just like a really good look. But it's look, a- I don't, I don't write it. I just read it. Yeah. <laughs> I, agree. Well, I did hide my microwave in my, uh, in my cabinet. That's interesting to you. But, oh, you've, you've done that for a while. Yeah, no, I, well, it wasn't, it wasn't like built to be that way. It's like a cheap, crummy microwave, but it's hidden in the cabinet, but it's next to the cliff bar. So my cliff bars are always too hard. Oh, because you're microwaving them slowly? <laughs> slowly. <laughs> okay. I love it. Uh, pendant light fixtures, which I kind of like. I think those are cool. Um, so, yeah. di- okay. Digital technology. I think this is neat. Wait, so you think like- technology is in? Well, I mean, so... <laughs> You think this computer net is here to stay? This brings up a question because I was at Home Depot the other day and I was looking at those newfangled refrigerators where basically you can play music. Why the heck would anyone want to do that? And the other question is, why is it so important to like see the inside of your fridge from the outside? Like, you know, how you can touch your groceries at an optimal temperature. I mean, do you think sometimes the technology makers out there just try to like school us and make us think we need things we don't? I don't you know, think the I, older I get, I feel like some things, it's like when I had a Volvo versus a Toyota, like everything on my Toyota that would break would be so much cheaper to fix and like easier. And it was just where, and then I had a Volvo and it was like, everything was like, oh, we got to ship that in. It's going to be seven times more as expensive. Yeah, because it's all computers. I wish we could go back to where like things were made with nuts and bolts. and leaders. Right, like less things to break. Right, oh just God. a simple car, right. So apparently wine- I do not need my, I don't need my refrigerator to be compatible with my Alexa. Let's put it that way. Right, when, yes, exactly. It blows Alexa, my mind. I actually don't like them. Right, or like, so you can touch a button, look in your fridge, see that you're out of milk, and then at the same time, make your shopping list on your refrigerator door that now downloads to your phone. Like, I'm sorry. I just don't know if I need that. But okay. How about this? Is anyone out there listening? I hope so. Let us know if you have a touchscreen refrigerator that you like. Um, you know, because like maybe we're we're not always right, even though we think we are. Okay. We're often wrong. More often than not. Okay. That's actually true. Leather and wood drawer pulls. That's kind of cool. 
It is yeah, cool. I think they, that seems like raw material to me. That seems like giving your child a, I think about my kitchen and the idea, like if I gave my, if we had a leather drawer pull, I think that would last for 20 seconds before like my son took his hand that was covered in cream cheese and used it to open the display, like the silverware drawer. Mm. I think that leather would be very weathered leather very quickly. Um, this is kind of cool. Tall backsplashes. So you know how usually backsplashes are, um, you know, kind of just like in between, you know, your countertop and your and your um, your cabinets. Backsplashes are going higher and higher. But what about the cabinets? I'm very confused. I think people are either doing Taking away with the cabinet cabinets and putting in open shelving, which actually is a really good money saver. So like, why it do is. we need cabinets? That's another thing. I, I mean, if you have some pretty looking plates, I mean, I think about it. A lot of my stuff that's closed in could probably be open. Right. I've got a lot of cabinets that are clear. Yeah, which I think is cool. That's why I think on the outline I wrote, Graham likes this. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. I think it's cool. Here's something I don't like. Another trend. The color matte black. I'm like closing my eyes right now in my house trying to visualize matte black. Think of chalkboard paint. Yeah. I mean, I what, I don't think this is, did you look up the right year? You know, you weren't sure on your year. <laughs> All right. So this is kind of cool. Have you ever heard the term jungalo? It's it a bungalow that's Jungle theme. Oh, yes, that is, I was hot. Jungle is the new term. Okay, it's back. Um, so what we want you to think for 2019 is velvet interiors, teal, like rattan, rat, rattan. Am I saying it right? Rattan everywhere. Kind of like baskets. You know, like tribal look. Like you're, you're kind of. Um, you're making gallery walls out of new things. So maybe you're not using art. Maybe you're using tonga baskets. What's a tonga um, basket? just like a tribal looking basket type thing. Um, you know, you're making, it's very kind of hipster. Basically hipster is still cool. It hasn't gone anywhere. <laughs> okay. Hey, so Pottery Barn Teen for like a week had this bedspread I was obsessed with and then I don't know, it went away, but um, it was pink and white stripe, really, really branching on my blue and white stripe. And then yeah. it had palm trees. Like remember the Beverly Hills Hotel where they oh, had this over in true Beverly Hills? Uh-huh. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. So it kind of looked like that. Yeah, it's jungle. You could you could totally get away with that. Um, hookup nooks. I love that concept. <laughs> <laughs> so think like a futon, but that's enclosed. <laughs> if you're married and you own your own home, do you need a secret hookup nook, Graham? Abs- that's actually why you need a hookup nook. <laughs> I actually think that's a pretty cool idea. I like little tiny spaces like that make you want to sit. I think I think maybe little tiny nooks are coming back. Okay, more design trends. Here, now we're going to do a little out and in. Okay, I'll tell you something and you tell me if it's out or in. Okay. Ooh, I like a, t- a quiz. Okay, but don't look at the. Oh, well, outline. I'm looking at it. Okay. Don't look at it. Okay. Yeah, I have no self control. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Floral wallpaper. Out or in? In. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool gray. The color cool gray. Is it out or in? I'm going to say it's out. It's out. Nailed it. Because, of course, cool gray has been cool for a while. Um, rich jewel tones that are edgy are in. So, okay. A, another nod to the hipster generation. <laughs> and you, um, you don't know how to give a quiz because you just answered the question. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm going to cheat. So, we won't, we won't make this a quiz. We can make this a quiz for our listeners. Okay. Terrazzo tile. It's out. It's out. I think terrazzo is cool. I actually missed it. What is it terrazzo? Was- 
terrazzo is like when you go into um, a it. large office downtown in Manhattan, or maybe like you go into a bank lobby somewhere. It's kind of almost that like marbly looking tile that takes a lot of waxing. I see. I've been thinking about terrazzo for a while, but I obviously never remodeled anything. So my grandma used to have a terrazzo like den in her house, and I thought it was kind of cool. It but does, apparently, it's it does kind of look like a sixties. Oh, it's super like, 60s. Absolutely. Yeah, kind of like a 60s in- though, um, like a like a public school bathroom. Yeah, yeah, they love it. Sometimes if you have a really fancy public school, you'd have terrazzo. Um, okay, this is kind of cool. This goes along with the hookup nook. Four poster beds are in. So basically it's the concept that people like to kind of feel enclosed. As when I was reading this article, this actually came from Elle Decor, by the way, in case anyone's really looking for more information on what's hot and what's not. Hey, but um, we're not in the design category anymore, so we can say whatever we want. With I know. We can, we can go off any tangent we want to. Um, four poster right beds. I, I love this like analogy they gave. They said that obviously cozy's in. We know that. We had the nester on the show. Go back and listen to that one. Like cozy minimalist is in. They said that the four poster bed is the closest you could get to a hug, like a, a furniture giving you a hug. <laughs> a nice furniture hug. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool. My question uh, is when is cozy ever out? When are people like, mm, I just want to feel like harsh and unwell? Oh, people, oh, minimalist is out. That, um, oh, mid, sorry, mid-century modern is out. So let's think of that as being harsh, right? That would be harsh. That's, that's completely out, which oh, makes well, sense. Someone should tell every designer in Phoenix because like every new building built has been yeah. mid-century modern. So yeah. Again, I think we need to add the addendum here. Kirsten and I do not care. We report. <laughs> <laughs> Again, why we're not in the design category. Just sheer idea that like, oh, that's out. Like, dear God, if you walk through my house, although guess what's in? <laughs> right. Old black bathrooms are in, which is what led me, which doesn't make any sense. Everybody needs to know about your bathroom. Graham has a black toilet seat. Isn't that just yes. gross? No, I, the entire potty is black. We call it the black potty. Like it's just a toilet that's in the it's color so black. Gross. Like Why who wants to like I don't know. Actually, you it's can't like, see any dirt on it. It's actually pretty Right. Scary. That's kind of the point. I want my toilet seat to be white and sterile. And if there's well, something going on, I want to know. I don't want to be surprised. Well, guess what? They're in. They're in with a big fury. <laughs> I have a bold black bathroom. This is actually, when I read the article, and this is what we're circling back, led me to think back to like, if I just sit it out, like <laughs> everything in my house could, in the perfect storm, could come together and be right on trend. Well, right. For example, I have a four-poster bed that was actually my husband's bed in high school. And we've, I mean, we've had, so what, that's like 1994. Like, were we going to get rid of it? Oh, poster beds are out. No. Right. Exactly. We're not changing the house. Okay. Here's a cool, here's a cool term that I had never heard before. Passamentary. Passamentary. P-A-S-S-A-M-E-N-T-E-R-I-E. Have you ever heard of that? I haven't. I think it means like swag, basically. I think it means... (laughs) And details and swag is the best I could come up with. It kind of means swag. You mean like fringe and sequins, not like yes, not like a swag bag. Not like a bag of free t-shirts. Right. It kind of means embellishments, which is funny because my family used to have a business of embellishments. That's what we sold. Was like special things to judge things up. Um, but yeah, fringe, trims, tassels, any of that kind of stuff. Detail work. Okay. There's really a good. store here in Phoenix and it's like a fabric outlet and mm-hmm. it is my favorite place. It's one of my guilty pleasures just to go down there. And like, like I went last week to get on my Christmas ribbon and the ribbon's like a dollar for, you know, 
oh, that's yards cool. of plaid, really like thick, like four inch ribbon. And they're, they've got, and I'll take my daughter and I'll be like, you can pick out one thing if you're good. And I'll, you know, spring for the 25 cent tiara. I mean, she just loves it there, but there's so many of those and they are fun. I've known oh, for them. I don't want am I supposed to do with my passamentary. Your passamentary. What am I supposed to do with it? Just have it around? <laughs> absolutely okay uh what else oh succulents oh, are out wait, no no out succulents are out rose gold is out lacquered furniture is out do you know remember we talked to a designer about how hard it is to lacquer furniture maybe that's why they put it out of style but lacquer well, furniture is beautiful it's I mean, totally gorgeous. beautiful i don't understand that's dumb insanely, well she was saying it was insanely expensive because i wanted to lacquer my walls and it's like if you've ever heard the word budget you can't afford it and yeah. um yeah it's a massive process so i obviously didn't do it but anyway i love lacquer right. well i, I say let's not break it out all right well should we we've talked a little bit about design do we want to head also said there was another one in here about about floors i do want to touch on that real quick what did you say about floors that their light floors are in oh yes light wood floors are in okay Absolutely. this is kind of a public service announcement for everybody because I have light wood floors and I, I thought in my mind they were much more distressed than they really are light wood floors are tricky I can see that because they show a lot of dirt well, it's not the dirt. I mean, yeah, dirt, fine. You can clean dirt. But the problem is, for example, my puppy that I referenced earlier, I was making bacon and I had some bacon grease on the counter. He jumped up, knocked it over. It, it's been six months and there's still just this oil spot. It's like when, it, when you have like a leaky oily car, you know, and it, it leaks on yeah. your garage floor. I mm-hmm. have that. Anytime like a piece of salad drops and the dressing had oil and it got off the lettuce onto, this, onto the floor, you know. Um, it's really hard. Eventually, what I want to do is paint the wood floors in my kitchen. I want to paint them, lacquer them. Just kidding. But I want to. I want to put diamonds on them. That's oh, you've always wanted to do that. I think you did that one time in your dorm room years ago. You love putting diamonds on floors. <laughs> All right. On that, let's take. We have two amazing sponsors. So let's take a quick break and talk about our amazing sponsors this time because you're going to love these guys. Okay. We have Aura Frames. How we love our Aura Frames. Let us count the ways. Wow. So many of you guys have bought Aura Frames. Thank you. We got an email from our sponsor the other day. So obviously you kind of know about them already. Um, But thank you for enjoying them. Okay. So Aura Frames, when you hear digital frames, you tend to think of plastic, gadgety looking, like 90s-esque. But no, that is not the situation at all. These are one of Oprah's favorite things. They are beautiful. And they have unlimited free photo storage. Like seriously, you can store every photo in the world. You will never run out of space. And it's this ultra high definition display, one of the best screen resolutions on the market. It's basically the same as an iPad screen. And the cool thing is you have this easy to use app. And I'm not kidding you. If you heard the episode where we talked about Oraframes last time, I said I was going to get one for my parents. And I said, but don't worry, because it's not a spoiler. They don't know how to, they don't know how to listen to podcasts. They figured out how to use their aura frame. Now, if that's not a technologically oh, yeah, it's idiot uh, proof. These frames are idiot proof. Yes. Well, the nice thing is, though, I have the app on my phone, and and I sent myself and I sent myself on my dad's phone an invitation so I can upload to his frame. Does that make sense? So yeah. I can send them pictures of the grandkids, and I've I've got one in my house. We love it. You swipe your hand in front of it. It shows you the new pictures. It's amazing. Um, we really, it's beautiful. We By the way, ridiculous. also, you don't have to wrap this thing because the packaging is gorgeous. You just order it, send it, and 
you'll, you'll be fine. It is so pretty the way it's all set up. And you can even pre-select photos. So when the person opens the box, the photos will already be loaded. I mean, amazing. Such a great grandparent gift. And of course, we have a special offer for our listeners. You're going to use the promo code WELCOMEHOME for $60 off any frame. Again, that's welcome home for $60 off any frames. And you're going to want to go to AuraFrames.com. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Tons of styles. Just you'll see the pictures and you'll be like, oh, this is actually something gorgeous I want to have in my home. And it makes a fabulous gift. So be sure to use that promo code because I've never seen a promo code this good. Yeah, they don't, they've never given 60%, $60 off. It's pretty ridiculous. This is amazing. So go check out Aura Frames and thank you um, for those of you who've enjoyed your frames already. And thank you, Aura Frames, for your sponsorship of the show. Absolutely. All right. We also have another sponsor, Kirsten, and that is Audible. And I'd like you to tell me a little bit about Audible because you are an Audible nut. I am. I'm obsessed with Audible. I've been a customer for years. If you are not familiar with Audible, well, I don't know where you've been because it's been around and it's it's great. Um, basically, you can listen on any device, anytime, anywhere um, on your phone. It's amazing. Well, I guess on any device would also be other things than your phone. But your primary device is your phone. Yeah, I guess. If, it's an, un- they like have an unbeatable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, and more. And it's it's the time of the year to think about thoughtful gifts and it's probably the best time of the year to give an audible membership as a gift which I have actually done in the past for my mom and it was so well received and now is the best time to do it with a very special offer from welcome home yeah right now for a limited time basically you get three months of audible for just six dollars and 95 cents a month and I think that's about more than half off the regular price so that's a great deal three months of audible for just 6.95 a month and you can give yourself the gift of listening but also it might be good for somebody else who's never tried it before maybe potentially my parents but of course as the welcome home show we have a great deal for you so for more go to audible.com slash welcome home that's our special code and for those of you who are challenged with spelling like kirsten is it's a-u-d-i-b-l-e.com slash welcome home or you can text welcome home to the code 500 500 and you'll get your special deal that way so audible three months six dollars and 95 cents a month and just te- go to audible.com slash welcome home or text welcome home to 500 500 and um we get to share our favorite shows with you our favorite books with you right now what are what are some personal recommendations we were liars by e lockhart Ooh, you would you would actually like this one graham there's a big gosh i can't can't give you the twist Mm -hmm. spoiler and then of course Mm -hmm. i am i am working my way through the poldark series Oh my God, of course you're reading Poldark. Um, Wow, I can't even imagine what's going on in your mind. All right, Audible, thank you for your sponsorship. Okay, Graham. I'm excited. I'm going to try Audible. Woo-woo, you've convinced me. There's a lot of listening to do. (laughs) There is a lot of listening. Okay, food trends. I love food trends. Oh, I love this part. This is my favorite part too. It makes me really happy. Um, This is going to crack you up. I love this. So the food trends in 2019, the stands, right? (laughs) And if that makes no sense to you, think like, honestly, people, the world is not that big. Like, here's what happens. These influencers and style people, they just spend all their time, like trying to come up with something that nobody's thought of before. So what do we say when we mean the stands? Afghanistan, Kazakhstan, like the stands. That is going to be a hot trend for 2019. You know, my husband has been to both those stands. Secretly or Kazakhstan. 
I mean, I love Afghani food. Honestly, one of my favorite restaurants in Boston is an Afghani restaurant. I mean, I guess my only question is if they can make it mainstream to come to, you know, a theater near you, if you live kind of out in the middle of, you know, a less, you know, city like locale, it's going to be hard to find good Afghani food. Um, Did you ever listen to the Trader Joe's podcast? No. So it was very interesting because they take these people, basically like buyers, you know, it's basically like, mm-hmm. you know, go and source these things and they travel the world and they're like, what is it that everyone is eating here, mm-hmm. um, you know, that Americans just don't know about? Oh, absolutely. I'd be fabulous at that. My dad would be amazing. That, yeah. that should actually be my dad's job. Totally. Um, well, that's why I have a huge, I'm actually going to make a prediction, something that's on none of the lists that I think is like the hot new food. And I want to see if my prediction comes true. Okay. Have you ever heard of- You're good at this too. You're good at food predictions. Yeah. I think I have a, I think I have a huge one. We should double down on. Honestly, we should start a business. Manuka honey. Have you heard of Manuka honey? Manuka honey is old school. Are you kidding me? That's been around at Trader forever. I know, but do you know about it? So apparently it's this insane healing honey that if you are sick, you take a spoonful of Manuka honey and there's a code on the front Just of every- Just a spoonful of Manuka honey. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's rated. See, the thing is you probably don't even know what you're getting at Trader Joe's. Um, it's this honey that's out of New Zealand that honestly has these crazy medicinal properties. And I mean, we all know honey is good for you, but this honey supposedly, it has a little bit of menthol in it somehow, but it's rated on a scale of one to 20. And apparently if you have a 20, it's like so high in these menthol glycerides or whatever they call them, that it's just this like a wonder food. But, and I think if you got Manuka honey that was ranked a 20, it would be very, very, very expensive, but you can find it in like the fives or the tens or whatever. Um, and apparently my dad swears by it, that he takes a spoonful if he feels something coming on and it's just like a superfood. Interesting. I'm not a honey fan. Yeah, I know. But if you thought you were getting sick or, I mean, if you're doing it as a prophylactic against like a sickness, especially this time of year. Wait, doesn't prophylactic mean condom? Well, it means preventative. (laughs) 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 The the broader term is um, like a a preventative. Stop, I'm taking that out. Okay. No, you can't take that out. It's it's real. I mean, that's a, it's a word. It's not a dirty word. Prophylactic means like it's a it's something you've. I mean, it would be like taking a daily aspirin to ward off, um, you know, heart attack or whatever. That's a prophylactic use of aspirin. I'm just I'm just dropping knowledge, Kirsten. Okay, Doom. things that are popular. Do not take that out. Uh, loaded cocktails. What do you think about that? Ironically, the best cocktail I've had all year was this margarita made with honey. And judging by the place that I had it, which was like a super healthy mm-hmm. situation, um, it was probably Manuka honey or Matuka honey. Yeah, but you you didn't, that's not loaded. Loaded is basically where they're putting like food things in cocktails. Oh. <laughs> I don't mean like a well, king that, that kind of was. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like that again, like this is like, not a brand new trend because we talked about how Bloody Marys have become basically like a salad. Well, okay. You want to know something? I hate Bloody Marys. I don't drink vodka and I don't like tomato juice, but I think those loaded, I've never had a loaded Bloody Mary and I actually think they look beautiful. They're kind of on my bucket list of things to try, but I hope they come out with other beverages too. Like, I don't even know how you judge up a margarita, like what you'd put in there that people would want to snack on. Um, Fruit, I guess, but I don't like fruit. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe some savory stuff. I don't know. Apparently, they're loading up drinks, so be on the lookout, kids. Wild greens, which I actually find, this is another trend, I find this ironic because, like, nobody's eating romaine lettuce right now, so 
I'm, I'm glad they've come onto this. So no more collards, no more kale. People are buying dandelion, mustard, and chicory. Huh. That's cool. Those have been around. Um, you know what I've gotten really into is um, I just love, like, the vegetables that aren't a vegetable. Like, I live on the Trader Joe's frozen zucchini noodles. I love their mashed potatoes that are really cauliflower. Ooh, those are great. See, I've never gotten any of those. I'm going to try both what of them. What you doing, Graham? I don't know, but I did buy this bourbon cake in a box that they had there the other day, and it was off the hook. Oh, okay. Well, that's not green. It's, no, it's not green. It's not anything, but I just, well, you had to make it yourself. It was a box cake. It's very good. Okay. Um, what else? Let's see. Israeli inspired fair. Well, that's nice. I feel like Israel's been around for a while, um, but apparently it's hot this year too. Okay. Dates, dates mint, mint, and pistachios. Well, Those are actually cool. Those go nicely together. Mm-hmm. I could get my hand, my head around that fermented everything. So we're still into gut health people. <laughs> This stuff is ridiculous. I mean, if I had to work for one of these magazines, I don't know how I'd keep a straight face. Um, but anyway, gut health continues to be top of mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got our podcast, there's no expectation of keeping a straight face. I just feel like it's fun to say gut health. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It just seems like a lot of hocus pocus and mumbo jumbo, but maybe it's not. Who knows? I just did say Manuka honey for everyone. Oh, I have another prediction. I think Merlot, remember I've been calling Merlot for years. I'm still calling it. Every time I go to the wine store or something, they always say Merlot is back and they don't know why everyone's not like buying it gangbuster style. Okay. Don't hold your breath. Do you have any predictions? Um... I was thinking about this. I was going to, you know what I was going to say? I predict butter. Oh, butter's back? (laughs) (laughs) I'm honestly just sort of doing, I'm I'm just sort of doing it like with the typical cyclical stuff. Like it's time for butter to be back. Well, eggs are in again. You know how eggs are like the ultimate cyclical food? Do you know how many eggs our family eats? I don't, I can't stand eggs, but my kids, oh my goodness. They eat like five eggs each. We, we go through it. Oh, and here's the last one on the list, which I don't even know wait, what wait, to wait. do. I, the what? last one. No, 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 no. Don't forget about number 10 because this is huge in Phoenix. Oh, it's huge here too in Birmingham. I've never tried it though. Go for it. You want to say it? Cool. <laughs> no pun intended. Intended. Um, cooler ice cream. If you thought ice cream couldn't get any cooler, it can. Rolled ice cream and unique mixins and toppings. So yes, rolled ice cream is a yeah. thing. And if you haven't seen it, just Google rolled ice cream. It's pretty cool. And then we also have. Do you have like the 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 ice cream where they like make it in front of you with not like where they mix it in, like where they're legitimately like using? Is it like nitrous oxide or? Oh, they're actually like, freezing oh, it. And they have it. to wear like hazmat suits while they make this ice cream. Who but wants it, that? That's kind of <laughs> cool. But kids, it's called, kids want that. It's called Creamistry here, and it, it's literally like a chemistry ice cream place. Oh, and for anyone who doesn't know this, this is something I discovered. Phoenix, for some reason, is the birthplace of all national chains, and I'm not completely sure why. But Kirsten gets everything before the rest of the world. I didn't. I have a why. theory on this. I have a theory because a lot of these things start in California, and then they try them and like you know things. You're like the California. test market. Yeah, we're like Phoenix. a test market of like real America. Um, uh-huh. Wait, what was my other thing that I think? You know what I've been predicting for years? Your Merlot is my Mongolian barbecue. You're, oh, that was on the list. I even skipped that. I'm sorry. Mongolian barbecue is hot this year. You're there you go. Mongol- my favorite thing in the world. I think it's gross. What do you like about it? Everything. 
Have I brought Wait, you to that- my local Mongolian barbecue place? Maybe not. Is that where you go and you cook it? And, you yeah, know, so you yourself? go and you get like the raw meat and the raw veggies. And then if you want to do noodles or whatever, and then they make it in front of you on this giant like heated up grill. I need to try it again. I do need to give it another chance because, you know, I like most foods. So well, I, will, I like it when you can it. see what you're putting in your food. Oh, so absolutely. It's a big deal. I agree. So, I agree. Okay, I the last cool. one. Ugh, okay. CBD we're cocktails. Not we're, into drugs. We're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, the jig is up. Graham and the I are jig not is up. Into we're not into like, or I'm not into like people slipping drugs into my food. <laughs> also, you and I have talked about this before. <laughs> like, Dare did a number on us. Like, we don't hang out with Stranger Danger and drug dealers. Or like, um, Nancy not- Reagan. Like, this is my brain on drugs, like the frying pan. Any I don't questions? Know. I don't know. No questions for me. <laughs> anyway, but I mean, wasn't that your biggest fear though in college? Like that someone had slipped something into something they were going to give you. So apparently now that's hot for 2019. It's like, oh, let's just like put it in food and sneak it all around. So cannabis has been found to be good for brain. I'm reading this. I'm literally reading this just so you know. Cannabis has been found to be good for brain function. I'm actually, we should not be promoting this. Cannabidiol has been found to be good for brain function and food and drink resources said cocktails and coffee infused with it will continue to make their way onto menus in states in which recreational cannabis is legal. Like, again, again, again. I <laughs> Don't do drugs. I mean, I get it. I just have a hard time. We endorse Merlot, but that is where we draw the line. <laughs> getting my mind around it, right? So let's just think about it. You go out for a date night with your husband. You order, this is how I picture it. You order like a plate of fettuccine alfredo right or something like that and like you come out being stoned like those things just don't go hand in hand in my world like just if it is it legal in alabama no it's not i mean don't worry no one's spiking your fettuccine alfredo graham you're safe although here's something crazy so my dog suffers from anxiety (laughs) (laughs) which i can't even believe i'm saying that he really struggles I think we've taken a turn. Okay, your dog has anxiety. Keep going. And this trainer recommended that we put him on cannabis. <laughs> like again, my husband is also super not into drugs. Like that is not our thing. We don't do drugs. But he my Have you tried it on your dog? No, but my husband's kind of like, I thought he would be like, no way. Like this is not what we're about. But he was totally like, well. You know, like, what are, what's our worry? Like, that he won't be motivated? <laughs> like, he'll get in with the wrong crowd? Like, he'll get a beer belly? He'll never run for president? Like, who cares? <laughs> I didn't do it, but it was just kind of funny. Like, that's amazing. All right. Unfortunately, I've got to wrap this up because I got places to be. Um, this has been delightful. <laughs> Everyone, we wish you the greatest of New Year's and we will see you in the new year. Thank you again for listening. Again, if you haven't found don't us do yet, drugs. Don't do drugs. <laughs> We're the welcome dog home. with anxiety. Yeah. The welcome home podcast.com. You can find us on Instagram at the welcome home podcast and happy, happy new year. Have welcome a wonderful home. new year. I've loved podcasting with you this year. And also just thank you to our listeners. Um, We've been doing some giveaways on Instagram and the nicest things that you guys have written to us about how you enjoy the show and you enjoy our friendship. And that just means so much because, you know, 
It's just I can't be friends with this girl. Is drugging her dog. Um, we might. Have I didn't. Him. I didn't give it to him. He's filled out. You know what it was? You know what we did? We exercised and diet. We we switched to diet and exercise with him, and he's much better. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! Welcome home.